brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that shares your values. More information is available at CharityMobile.com. The modernists in apostate Rome really want to make sure that you and I understand that the ongoing synod on synodality is the fruit of Vatican II. We are told from the highest authorities in the institutional church that this synod is the continuation of Vatican II, that we won't see the full implementation of that non-binding pastoral council until after the completion of the synod, and maybe the next synod after that. This same synod, which is forcing upon the church changes in the teachings on marriage, that sin that James Martin has a strange fascination with that cries out to heaven for justice, the ordination of women, and other basic notions of how the church is governed, that same synod, which represents a clear break from anything representing historical Catholicism, we are told is a continuation of Vatican II. The modernists are really making the point for all of us traditionalists, the same point that we've been making for decades now. The Vatican II is not a good thing for the church, that it has only wrought misery and apostasy upon the faith. Now, the modernists make our point for us. Our story comes to us today from Vatican News, sort of a BBC of the Vatican, where we are told on the occasion of the 60th anniversary celebration for the opening of that non-binding pastoral council, Cardinal Mario Gresh spoke about the role this synod is playing in keeping the spirit of Vatican II alive. Headline from Vatican News. Secretariat of Synod sends message from Vatican II anniversary. 60 years on from the opening of the Second Vatican Council, the General Secretariat of the Synod says, the anniversary is a moment of quote-unquote particular grace for the Synod and the Church. A moment of particular grace. In what way precisely anyone promoting the changes to the faith that we're seeing from the Synods everywhere imaginable in the Church is saying that the Church has been wrong for decades, thus denying basic elements of the faith. We're seeing heresy out in the open, leaving those of us who want the Catholic faith in a very lonely place. Isn't it lonely being a traditional Catholic these days? From the Vatican News article, quote, In a message for the 60th anniversary of the opening of Vatican II, the General Secretariat for the Synod notes that the Synod itself is a fruit of the Council and, quote, indeed one of its most precious legacies, quoting Pope Francis directly. The Secretariat's message recalls that the Synod's purpose is, quote, to prolong in the life and mission of the Church, the spirit of the Second Vatican Council, and to foster in the people of God the living appropriation of its teaching. The ongoing synodal process dedicated to synodality in the life and mission of the Church likewise follows from the Council and is rooted in Vatican II's theology of the people of God. Although the term synodality does not appear in the conciliar documents, the concept appears throughout the Council. While the three terms, communion, participation, and mission, are eminently conciliar words. Quoting Mario Gresh here, the church that we are called to dream and to build is a community of women and men drawn together by communion by the one faith, one common baptism in the same Eucharist, in the same in the image of the Trinity. Finally, the message em emphasized the significance of synodality for the church going forward. Recalling that bo both Pope Benedict XVI and Pope Francis have described synodality as a constitutive dimension of the church, with Pope Francis proclaiming that the path of synodality, quote, is the path that God expects from the church of the third millennium, end quote. What 
a load of nonsense. I told you earlier this week about what some of the better bishops are saying about this synod. Cardinal Mueller's words are worth revisiting here now that a full transcript of his talk with Raymond Arroyo is finally available. You see, Cardinal Mueller describes the synod perfectly. Cardinal Gresh is right that the synod is a continuation of Vatican II because, as Cardinal Mueller describes it, the synod is a hostile takeover of the Catholic Church. Like I said, doing our work for us. Cardinal Mueller even uses the word modernism to describe what we're seeing, and for those of you not aware, modernism is a formally defined heresy, defined by Pope St. Pius X about 115 years ago. More on that in the future. Headline from LifeSite. Cardinal Mueller says Pope Francis's synod is a hostile takeover of the church in explosive interview. This is a way to under, undermine the Catholic faith, said Cardinal Gerhard Mueller about the synod on synodality in some of his sharpest comments yet about the direction of the church under Pope Francis. Now, I, I know what you're thinking. You know, it's nice that he's finally joined the rest of us. And yes, I know, Cardinal Mueller has said some... <laughs> pretty out there things himself as well. He, you know, about Adam and Eve and the resurrection and the rest of it. He's no traditionalist. He is himself sort of a conservative modernist. During Benedict's time, he was actually considered a liberal theologian, if you can believe it. A little better than the pastor Jimmy Martin types, although he'd never endorsed sins of that kind, to be fair. And that just shows you how far things have gone in the past few years. And that having been said, Cardinal Mueller has, is a good response to Cardinal Gracious' admission that the Synod is a continuation of the Vatican II Revolution and the New Religion. Quote, Asked whether the Synod on Synodality is shaping up to be an attempt to destroy the Church, Cardinal Mueller responded starkly, Yeah, and if they will succeed, but that will be the end of the Church. He compared the state of the Synodal process with the heresy of Arianism and the Marxistic form of creating the truth, insisting that Catholics must resist it. It's like the old heresies of Arianism, where Arius thought, according to his ideas, what God can do and what God cannot do, the cardinal said. The human intellect wants to decide what is true and what is wrong. Synod leaders are dreaming of another church that has nothing to do with the Catholic faith and is absolutely against it, Cardinal Mueller slammed. They want to abuse this process for shifting the Catholic church, and not only in another direction, but in the destruction of the Catholic Church. Let that one sit in your mind for a moment there. Nobody can make an absolute shift and to substitute the revealed doctrine of the Church, he emphasized. But they have these strange ideas, such as that doctrine is only a theory of some theologian. End quote. In two different places, Cardinal Mueller is comparing the synodal process to two different heresies, modernism and here in that excerpt to the heresy of Arius in the 4th century. Last week, I quoted to you Bishop, or Saint Athanasius, rather, and that's the same century that he's referring to. Maybe he should just call the synodal leaders what they actually are, though, if he's going to make these comparisons. He should just call them heretics. He clearly means that when he says these things. But given that his tone and tenor these past few months have gotten more intense, maybe he'll get there eventually. But it should be clear, these debates are not limited to the realm of the purely theoretical. In Germany, right now, there is a plan to bless the parody of the marital right that James Martin is a proponent of. And what they are planning is such a clear break from the faith that some are finally calling it out. Cath.net gives us this story, which is of lay Catholic leaders in Germany writing a public letter accusing one of the ringleaders of the German Synodal Way of heresy. 
the bishop who's accused of heresy in this is Bishop Peter Kohlgraf of Mainz, Germany. And he is planning some kind of event to publicly bless these unions in a way that James Martin would be quite thrilled with. It really is also tiresome, and it does beg the question, why are they so focused on that sin? They have such a weird interest in that sin in particular. This level of interest really does indicate something about these bishops themselves. That much is for certain. But here's part of the letter rebuking this bishop, and by extension, his colleagues promoting open heresy. Quote, Behind the seemingly harmless term, disordered sensitive pastoral care, hides a subversive plan that you and many of your German brothers in office are pursuing together with officials from Catholic committees and associations. The aim is to undermine the traditional Catholic morality of the flesh. It is to be replaced by a hedonistic ethical surrogate that also declares James Martin fleshly practices to be normal and pleasing to God. You are in the process of implementing this plan in your diocese. But the Diocese of Mainz is not your property. It is not your property. You serve the zeitgeist and the James Martin scene with a sensitive pastoral care. But where is your sensitivity to the Orthodox Catholics in your diocese? Where is your sensitivity to the preservation of the Depositum Fide? For some time now, with your express approval, church quote-unquote blessing ceremonies for these couples and other irregular connections have been held in the Diocese of Mainz. You are not authorized to do any of this, Herr Bishop. You are abusing your office as bishop. You are breaking the oath of office you took when you were ordained a bishop. Here, too, one has to ask, where is your sensitivity? If you should actually care up, carry out the planned commissioning today, you are doing something for which you have no competence whatsoever. Like the blessing of morally improper relationships, this commission is null and void. You have no authority to do so. The decrees you are about to hand over to the two quote-unquote commissioners are not worth the paper they are printed on. This does not change if you're carrying out the commissioning as planned in a church as part of an event similar to a church service. Speaking of worship, you are definitely not serving God, rather someone else entirely. What you're doing is a pseudo-liturgy in the simulation of an Episcopal official act. They desecrate the sacred place and insult the one who is really present there. End quote. You can hear the anger in his voice. The author goes on like that. You can tell that they're quite upset at everything going on, and they frankly have every right to be upset. We're witnessing a worldwide rejection of the faith from members of the church into the hierarchy and over that particular sin in general, which is mind-blowing. It is some kind of apostasy, one leaving two parallel churches attempting to coexist in the same institutional space, which is frankly impossible. There will be a schism at some point. What that looks like is anyone's guess when it finally happens. But where does that leave you and I? I'm curious what you think about this. Should we be happy that the modernists are admitting that meanie rad trads were right about Vatican II this whole time? Should we be happy about that? Should we be happy that bishops like Mueller are coming over to our side, even if it's only to defend the integrity of faith while our serious disagreements on theology and the nature of that same council remain? I'm curious about your opinion on this, so let me know in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As a sharing this on social media, our hosts really like it when you do that. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.